Welcome to Spread the Word Now. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. The Lord Jesus declares, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. It is my earnest prayer that as you receive the ever-living word, the brokenhearted will be healed, there'll be liberty to the oppressed, recovery of sight to the spiritually blind, in the name of the Lord Jesus. I pray that the words you hear will not be persuasive words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so that your faith will not be in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. Hello listeners, my name is Ify. Um, my message today is entitled Ready or Not. And my prayer is that Holy Spirit will quicken our understanding so that the words we hear today will fall on good ground and bring forth much fruit in Jesus' name. Amen. Our text is taken from Mark chapter 4 from verses 1 to 20 and verse 24 as well. And verse 1 it says, And again, he began to teach by the sea, and a great multitude was gathered to him, so that he got into a boat and sat in it on the sea. And the whole multitude was on the land facing the sea. Then he taught them many things by parables and said to them in his teaching, Listen, behold, a saw went out to sow, and it happened as he sowed, that some seed fell by the wayside, and the birds of the air came and devoured it. Some fell on stony ground where it did not have much earth, and immediately it sprang up because it had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, it was scorched, and because it had no root, it withered away. And some seed fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no crop. But other seed fell on good ground, and it yielded a crop that sprang up, increased, and produced, some thirtyfold, some sixty, and some a hundredfold. And he said to them, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. You know, it's wonderful to know that Jesus did not just stop at performing miracles. He also took out time to teach the word. In verse one of our text, it begins with, and again, he began to teach by the sea. You see, in the previous chapter, we see Jesus teaching in the synagogue where he reached um, a different kind of audience than he would at the seaside where he taught this parable. You know, Jesus was on a mission to reach everyone around him. And so should we. You know, I pray today that our hearts will be stirred to action to reach those who the Lord has put in our sphere of influence. In Jesus' name, amen. So from verse 3, we see Jesus beginning his teaching on the parable of the sower. And you see, Jesus would use familiar images and scenarios to help explain spiritual truths. And the parable in this verse points the word of God as being the potent seed that has the capacity to produce a hundredfold increase in our lives. So is your heart ready or not to receive it? Okay, we'll find out. So here in the parable of the sower, we see the sower, the seed, and the soil. The sower is Jesus and also each and every one of us who belong to him because we are the sent ones. You know, Jesus said in John 20 verse 21, as the father has sent me, I am sending you. That is you and I. We are his agents who bring the word to others in partnership with Holy Spirit. So the seed is the word of God and the soul refers to the different conditions of our heart, how we hear the word and the value we place on the word. And here we see four different kinds of soul. We see the wayside, that is a hardened heart, the stony ground, that is a shallow heart, among thorns, that is a crowded heart, and the good ground, that is a fruitful heart. 
So as we go through these, I'd like you to just note which of the souls you identify with. You know, what is the condition of your heart towards the world at this time? You know, there is no judgment or condemnation here. There is room to effect a change where necessary. And you know what? It's all for our good. As we effect the changes and ready our hearts, we start to see more fruit in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. So let's take a look at the first type of soul. It says some fell by the wayside. And we're told in verse 15 that the ones by the wayside where the word is sown are those that hear the word of God. And because they did not understand the word, Satan comes immediately and takes away the word that was sown in their hearts. You see, understanding is a first step in getting God's word on the inside. In Proverbs chapter 4, verses 5a and 7 um, from the NIV, it says, Get wisdom, get understanding, do not forget my words or turn away from it. And in verse 7, it says, The beginning of wisdom is this, get wisdom, though it costs all you have, get understanding. You know, the word get is a word that propels us to action. You know, though wisdom and understanding are God's gift, we are to pursue them and not be complacent. You know, God gives understanding and wisdom to those who hunger for it. And you know, hunger is a sign of health. When one is sick, they lose their appetite. So in the same way, our hunger for the Lord and his word is also a sign of a spiritual health. So this kind of heart, that is a hardened heart, just hears the word and does nothing with what they have heard. They're just content, you know, we're we're going to church on a Sunday morning. You know, these are those that have not placed value on the word of God. They have no real desire for the word. They hear the word, but they don't allow it to get in on the inside. And sometimes, you know, we can let anger, bitterness, disappointment, resentment, unforgiveness, and pride harden our hearts. Yes, we might be justified in holding onto that hurt and resentment. And, you know, sometimes we might even be disappointed with God. Maybe there's something you're believing God for and you haven't seen a manifestation of and you feel disappointed. No matter what it is today, I pray you will allow God to come in and heal the broken places of your heart. Allow Holy Spirit minister to you and let him plow the hardened places so that you can understand and receive the seed of the word and bring forth much fruit. So next, we we have the seeds that fell on stony ground. And these are those who receive the word with joy, but because they have no root, they stumble after a short time when persecution comes because of the word. And we find that in verses 16 and 17 of our text. So this second type of heart is what we call an emotional hearer. You know, who hears the word is excited about the word, but their commitment to the word is shallow. They don't have deep roots. You know, it takes commitment and time to develop those deep roots in God. And one of the sure ways to develop this deep root in God is through meditation. And in Joshua 1.8, it, it encourages us to meditate on the word day and night. Why? He says, then we will make our way prosperous and we will have good success. So what is meditation? It's taking the truth in the word, thinking on it over and over again, pondering on it. You know, the same way we tend to worry and think on a problem over and over, we can think on the word over and over until it forms a picture of what we're believing for in our imagination. And then we'll see a manifestation of what we're believing for if we don't give up. And it's not only when we sit down to do our quiet time that we meditate on his word. You know, we can meditate while we're on the go, while we're out 
out and about and letting the word develop deep roots in our lives ensure that when afflictions and persecutions or any other form of distraction the enemy throws when they come we will not stumble and we will not fall so next we have the seeds sown among thorns and this describes a crowded heart in verses 18 and 19 it describes this heart and it says now these are the ones sown among thorns they are the ones who hear the word and the cares of this world the deceitfulness of riches and the desires for other things entering in choke the word and it becomes unfruitful you know the word cares means divide through distraction and you can call this a divided heart, a heart with so much going on, a heart with too many options, too many voices. You know, those voices are seeds as well. And these voices compete with the word of God to us. And they can choke the seed of the word of God if we permit them in our lives. Also, wealth and abundance can choke the word as well if we permit it. So, you know, spending time worrying and anxious about, you know, our health, our finances, our business, it puts a stranglehold over the promises of God for our lives. So it's time for us to shut down those worrisome thoughts, thoughts that say that that disease will be the end of you, thoughts that say that that prodigal will not come home, you know, thoughts of condemnation, thoughts that tell you that you will never come out of that financial difficulty, you know, those crippling thoughts of fear, thoughts of tomorrow, thoughts of the unknown. You know, I call on us today just to be laser focused on the word. You know, Paul said in Philippians 3.13, for us to forget those things which are behind and reaching forth to those things which are ahead. You know, Paul had a lot going on for him before he met Christ. And even after he encountered Jesus, he was very successful in his ministry. And here he lets us in on one of his secrets, singleness of vision, singleness of purpose. His heart was not divided. And you know, the Greek word there, he said, reaching forth for those things which are ahead. The word reaching forth here points out the strong exertions made in the race. You know, every muscle, every nerve is exerted and he puts forth every ounce of his strength in running. Paul had his eye on the prize and there was no going back for him, no distractions for him. He made up his mind, you know, that nothing would take his eyes off the goal. And my prayer is today is that we'll be determined in our resolve to be single-minded in our pursuit of him and to always have our hearts ready and attuned to him. And as a result, the world will have room to actually germinate and bring forth much fruit in our lives in Jesus' name. Amen. Lastly, um, we see the seeds sown on good ground. These are seeds sown on ready hearts. And in verse 20, it describes these ones as those who hear the word, accept it, and bear fruit. Some 30, some 60, some 100. You know, God expects us to be fruitful. In John 15, verse 16, it says, You didn't choose me, but I've chosen and commissioned you to go into the world and bear fruit. God didn't choose us to be failures, but to succeed in life. We have been sent here to bear fruit in every area of our lives, in our family life, our work life, our ministry. You know, we have been sent to bear fruit and we have the capacity to bear fruit. And bearing fruit calls for our focus and our attention to be on the Lord and His Word, you know, giving it priority in our lives. You will notice that in verse 20 that even among those who were fruitful, there were varying degrees of fruitfulness. It says some brought forth 30 fold, some 60 and some 100 fold. I don't know about you, but I want to bring up a hundredfold increase. And you might wonder why this is so. 
Well, it all depends on the condition of the heart of the uh, of the heart. The seed of the word is sown in. You know, the word of God is very potent and has the capacity to bring forth all it talks about. The problem is never with the seed of the word, but with the condition of the soil, that's of the heart. And in Mark 4, 24, reading from the Amplified, it says, Be careful what you're hearing. The measure of thought and study you give to the truth you hear will be the measure of virtue and knowledge that comes back to you. And more besides will be given to you who hear. You know, this lets us know that the way we respond to what we have heard determines how much we will get from it. The more value we place on the word and work it in our lives, the more results we will see and will experience greater illumination and revelation of the word. I tell you that our results will be measured by the attention we give to what we hear. You know, how we hear and what we hear are so very vital. So are you hearing faith-filled words or are you plugged into the world, into the news, into social media? What kind of entertainment and music do you listen to? Are they life-sucking or are they life-giving? You know, it says here in verse 25, you know, to be careful what we're hearing. Don't allow unbelief and doubt in through, um, don't allow them in through your ear gates. They will steal the word of God from you. So what is the condition of your heart today? Is it hardened? Is it shallow? Is it crowded? Or is it on a good soil? The choice is yours. You know, I pray today that understanding comes as we study his word. I pray that we will place supreme value on the word and meditate on it at all times. I pray for grace to not allow the worries and cares of life and riches choke the word of God in our lives. I pray for hearts hungry and ready to receive and work the word so that we can bring forth much fruit in our relationship with the Lord and his promises. In Jesus' name, amen. So today you might be saying to yourself, I don't even know Jesus. I don't know who he is. It will be my absolute joy to lead you in the prayer of salvation. And you can say these words after me. Lord Jesus, I'm tired of doing life on my own. I'm sorry for the ways I've hurt you. I acknowledge you as my Lord and Savior. I ask you to come into my heart today and be the Lord of my life. I receive grace to live for you. For the rest of my life in jesus name amen welcome to god's family you know i encourage you to find a church around you and be part of a church family because we're not meant to do life on our own remember the word of god is powerful and it has never lost its power let's play our part as we cooperate and partner with the lord in seeing his word prevailed in our lives until next time bye for now You've been listening to a message from Spread the Word Global Ministries Red Deer. If you'd like more information, you can contact us at info at spreadthewordglobalministries.org or info at spreadthewordnow.org or through our website at www.spreadthewordglobalministries.org. Our phone number is 587-377-377. 7745. Thank you. Bye for now.